Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Let's go to uh, let's go to the Hodges Glass Little Rock Glass Hotline. We've got uh, Bob Herrick, the author of Tiger and Phil, golf's most fascinating rivalry. Good morning, Bob. How are you? Hey, good morning. I'm doing well, thanks, guys. How are you? Uh, we're wonderful. Uh, we saw where this book is coming out. You're a guy that's interviewed both these guys many, many times, and uh, I was reading some of the things that, you know, you know, Phil, the Phil Mickelson that we know now, I don't think is this Phil Mickelson we knew before. And this book you know, really goes into detail about the relationship between the two. So I imagine that you've got a, a ton of different angles that, that you take in the book. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they, um, you know, they were completely different characters, frankly. Um, you know, completely different in terms of their upbringing. <laughs> you know, obviously Tiger's multiracial. Uh, Tiger's right-handed, Phil's left-handed. Um, they, as pros, they lived on different in different parts of the country. Uh, yeah, and, you know, we have seen a different side of Phil here lately. You know, I could write a couple more chapters to this book, frankly, yeah. which happened <laughs> yeah. in the last uh, yeah. three, three months. I mean, it's crazy what's going on. Who, I would have never dreamed Tiger would have played the Masters, seriously, at the end of the year last year or into this year. And there was no indication <laughs> that Phil was going to be in the, in the trouble he's in right now. And obviously he didn't play the Masters, and we don't even know if he's going to defend his title with the PGA. Uh, but, uh, you know, throughout their careers, you know, Phil was the kind of the more popular guy, believe it or not. You know, he was he was the smiling face of golf, you know, thumbs up, you know, right. looking at people in the crowd, waving, finding tons of autographs. And Tiger was the opposite. You know, Tiger didn't look at you. Tiger was very steely, determined, and, you know, didn't sign as many autographs as people would have liked. Of course, you're never going to satisfy, you know, you could... If you sign a thousand, if you miss a thousand and one, you're going to get criticized. Right. Yeah, that's right. He, he had to deal with that, but but so but they were so different, and 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 yet and yet their careers crossed so many different times, which is what I try to get to in the book. Uh, and it and they and they also stood out for the longest amount of time. There was different people who emerged, but never for the longevity of those two guys. We're visiting with Bob Herrick. Uh, the book is called Tiger and Phil, Golf's Most Fascinating Rivalry. And Bob has written uh, SI.com, longtime writer for ESPN and the Tampa Bay Times. Would you tell the story? I, I read it this morning. The guys here in the studio may have missed it. About the bet between Phil and Tiger uh, and about what Phil did to sort of drive a wedge into their relationship that was uh, really affected it for 20 years. <laughs> yeah, that was... Um... Uh, back in 1998 at the L.A. Open, they played a practice round together in which there was some money on the line. And frankly, Tiger was not, throughout his career, was not big into money matches and practice rounds. Phil reveled in that. He loved that. He loved the action on a Tuesday or even on a Wednesday sometimes because he thought it helped him prepare. If something was on the line, it helped you, you know, it sort of helped you know, gets get you going. It got you you're competitive. And so, as it worked out that day, and Phil told this story many times, he ended up winning $500 that day against Tiger, and Tiger paid him in five $100 bills. And not content to just have the bragging rights and the money, Phil took a photo of the five $100 bills and then wrote a note on it that, Dear Tiger, 
Um, these Benjis are very happy in their new home. Thanks, Phil. And he stuck it in Tiger's locker. And Phil loved that story. And Tiger, of course, probably didn't love it too much. And, and, and they never played a practice round again for oh, 20 years. 20 years. Now, wow. I don't know if it was all based. Wow. I don't know if it was based completely on that incident. <laughs> there was other things, but it, it certainly led to them not playing practice rounds for, you know, a short period of time, which then grew into a very long period of time. Bob, you, you make the reference in the book about the rivalries that have gone on. You know, there's been all kinds of rivalries in golf. One you mentioned was, you know, Arnold Palmer, Palmer and Jack Nicklaus. Where would you say that the Tiger-Phil rivalry compares to that rivalry? Well, you know, it's funny. I think there's a, there's a perception that the Jack-Arnie rivalry was, was, a, was a better one, uh, you know, in terms of competitive. But, you know, they, they finished one, two in majors just five times. And they also, you know, Arnold never won a, a major after 1964. You know, Jack won a majority of his uh, in the 70s. You know, he had an unbelievable run in the 1970s winning majors. When, you know, when, when, when Arnold was really kind of getting past his prime. Arnold's last major came at age 34. It's kind of hard to believe. Now, but they were competitive and rivals because their, their careers, um, they, they, they had other things. They, they were competitive for golf course design projects. They, got, they both got into that. They were competitive for endorsements. You know, there wasn't as much of it as there is today. And that was how guys made their money back then. And they, too, like Tiger and Phil, were completely different. Jack was the methodical, you know, conservative player. Arnie was go for broke and bull. That's, you know, that's how Phil was. Tiger was the conservative one. So, um, you know, I would think it, it compares in the same way that it's, it's a little bit more nuanced than the record. You know, Tiger's got 15 majors. Phil had six. Jack had eighteen. Arnold had had seven. Uh, you know that their their victory totals are uh, differ by a, a, a wide range, but yet they they intersected a good bit. I and I just think Tiger and Phil intersected even more. I mean, they still do today. You know, we we've, we've got them. Who would have thought that Phil at this point would have won the last major championship among them? All right. You know, that, you know, the guy who's older winning last, and he won the PGA Championship last, uh, you know, last year to become the oldest major champion. So in that respect, I think, I think they're different. And he just, and Phil just registered to play in that Saudi Arabia event uh, uh, as well, I think. Well, that, obviously, that. yeah, you want to address that controversy with Phil? The, the, the Phil controversy that's going on now, unfortunately, is not in the book because right, right. Um, it all just, it, that just all happened, exactly. you know, and uh, again, I would love to add to it, you know, right. because I just think it's fascinating what's happened to these guys in the last couple of months. Um, <laughs> yes. You know, it's Phil, like you said, Phil I mean, who is, would have thought that three months ago, who would have thought that Tiger would have been in the Masters and Phil not be in it? Uh, as you stated earlier, that's why you want right. to get about three months uh, if you can make an addendum to that book. Do you, how much, Bob, do you think uh, uh, the media is pushing more for any rivalry or whatever? Is there one uh, uh, any more out front? that we may know about than uh, the Kepka and DeChambeau uh, rivalry and the and the dispute that they've had? I mean, uh, those would almost come to fisticuffs, and we don't hear about that in the gentleman's uh, uh, game of golf as much. 
Yeah, you know, that rivalry needed some on-course uh, action uh-huh. for it to really come, come to life. It, it, it never really happened. Yeah. Um, I don't know that they were paid, other than that, you know, made-for-TV match last fall. Right. I don't think that Kepkin DeChambeau played one round of golf in the same group last year. Not one. Just two cats and, that didn't you know, get along with each really other. Yeah, I mean, they it, it, it became it became a thing because because of an off the the course uh. issue, and then it got kind of you know prolonged with social media. It, certainly, the media itself, all of us, uh, you know, wrote about some of the things that went on between them, the things that were said. But in terms of on the course, I mean, that's the thing in the game right now. We don't really have. Scotty Scheffler just recently has emerged. He's won four times this year. He's won the Masters, um, but we don't really have a, you know, a a, a true head-to-head two guys going at it rivalry. We've got a lot of guys who are very very good, and other than Scheffler, nobody's really dominated. You know, John Rahm was number one in the world until a week before the Masters, and he hadn't won since the U.S. Open last year, wow. and yet. His level of play was high enough to keep him number one, but he wasn't winning a lot. You know, Patrick Cantley just won a tournament with Xander Shawflake over the weekend in New Orleans, a team event. And Cantley won twice at the end of last year. Uh, he was the FedEx Cup champion. Then hadn't won until this event. You know, uh, Rory hasn't won in 2022. Uh, Justin Thomas hasn't won in over a year. When Spieth just won at Hilton, had that was his first win in over a year. So, you know, Dustin Johnson hasn't won for over a year. We've got a lot of top players that, that aren't winning, frankly. You know, and so I think golf needs, needs somebody to step up front. And I, I, so that's, what, that's great what Scheffler's doing right now. Now it needs somebody else to go out there and challenge him. Yeah, yeah. You know, who, who would have thought Speef? We, we all thought that uh, he was going to be uh, – uh, well, what, 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 he won the last two. What, which ones – what did he win last week or two weeks ago? And he won those. Uh, oh, Hilton Head. Yeah, back to back. And then next year, uh, that's at Easter as well. He won back to back Easter events, I think is what it was. And then next that's year, right. in the Masters yep. at Easter next year. It's all set up for him. He's got to be the one, right? Right. It's, all, it's karma. <laughs> yeah. We're visiting with Bob Herrick. Uh, the book is Tiger and Field Golf's uh, Most Fascinating Rivalry. We've only got a couple minutes left. I, I wanted you to tell real quickly. Uh, the story, Bob, about uh, Steve Williams, you know, t- Tiger's longtime caddy. I-, I don't know if he- people remember what happened uh, when he was overheard, but uh, real quickly, can you tell that story before we let you go? Uh, I- are you talking about the one where he uh, called Phil a bad name? Yes, caught him up. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, it got back, yeah. and, 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 and Tiger didn't take. Tiger didn't uh, really, do, you know, didn't didn't put it away, did he? He just sort of let it linger out there a little bit, right? No. No question, and that was exactly sort of how Tiger operated. You know, Steve Williams was given a talk. He He's from New Zealand, and he was just given a talk at some club, you know, telling stories, you know, people asking questions. And I, someone apparently asked him about Phil, and he said he didn't care for Phil very much. And he was a derogatory term, and there just happened, yeah, it just happened to be somebody there who, who, who you know, recorded it or whatever and it got in the media and they wrote about it and the next day somebody followed up and he said look i didn't think anybody was there to hear this in the media but i said it you know i own it i said it and i i just i just don't get on very well with the guy and so you know in the tiger and phil world that this was back in like 2008 uh and and that that thing festered 
And Tiger didn't come right out of right out right away and admonish Steve Williams. And so it lingered for a while. And then he finally did put out a statement. And, you know, he probably behind the scenes was chuckling about it. But for image purposes and for, you know, whatever, he basically came out and said, you know, I, I had a talk with Steve and, you know, I don't approve of what he said. And, you know, I have respect for Phil and all that stuff. And then yet, and then Steve and, and Phil apparently spoke on the phone to try to clear the air. The very next time they saw each other was in 2009 at an event in Tucson, the match play. And that was where Tiger was coming back for the first time since he won the U.S. Open at Forty Pines and then had knee surgery. So we all think this is over with, but Phil got there early and he kind of confronted Steve Williams in the parking lot in front of everyone. <laughs> so Phil actually pushed it along even more. Right. You know, it was just kind of a weird dynamic. And I, I interviewed Steve for the book, and he's mellow. And he just, you know, he basically said, look, you know, I respect Phil. I think he was a great player, immense talent. I just, I just, you know, we just didn't see eye to eye. You know, he wasn't my kind of guy. We didn't, it's was, it was nothing more than that. You know, he was trying to downplay it all these years later. But back then, you could tell, still got on his nerves. Well, well, I, I know we got to get get you out of here. And you and you write a good book. It's a fascinating book. You put those two cats in the front of it, and somebody's going to want to buy that book to read about them. But how was your golf game, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a stretch to call what my game is golf. Uh, I'll, I'll say that. Uh, I, 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 I try my best, but uh, I tell everybody it's taken me a long time to get this bad. We understand. I understand we're, that we're one with completely. You. Listen, yes. Yeah, the, book, the book is Tiger and Phil, Golf's Most Fascinating Rivalry. I'm sure you can get it everywhere, right, Bob? We appreciate yeah. you jumping on with us. Sure do. Thanks for having me, guys. Have a great one. Thanks, Thanks Bob. Bob, you Bob Harry. There you go. Listen.